Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Scene to Scene. As always, I'm your host, Jordan McDaniel. Uh, and this week on the podcast, I wanted to do things a little bit differently. You know, we've been covering movies and TV shows, but since the end of the year did just happen, I want to talk about my favorites from the year 2022. But right before we start into that, I want to say that my eye has healed. I am no longer eye patched. I know a lot of people were concerned and offering up support and like emotional help and all that things. Everything's fine now. I am no longer eye patched. I had a cornea operation and it has since healed. So we're all good. But like I said at the start, I want to talk about some of my favorite movies from this past year. So number five, the Batman. So if you haven't seen The Batman and you just missed out on that four hour long movie, then I don't know what you've been up to or what you've been doing, but you have been missing out. The Batman, Matt Reeves, Robert Pattinson was amazing. It was probably one of the most realistic comic book accurate, like, depiction of Gotham City and what it really would look like in a modern world. I think it highlighted everything that most people love about the Batman. You know, it was darker. It was gritty. It felt real. It felt like, I don't even, like, it had that sort of cartoonish realism to it where you're like, this is a bit much, but like also like it's Batman. Like it makes sense. Standout performances, you know, Robert Pattinson, of course. I don't think he's necessarily the most imposing Batman, but I do think that he is a good role or a good fit for the role. Um, Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman and her ambiguously bisexual lesbian sort of thing. Um, she was good, loved the nails, icon. Um the Penguin was also a welcome club, a welcome, a welcome addition to the club in the movie. Uh, I want to go to the Iceberg Lounge. It made me want to go party. Like I want to go, I want to do a lot. I want to go be a shot girl at the Iceberg Lounge, like the top half though, but like not the like below like drugs and like, no, 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 like the, just the top, just, just the top. So that's number five. Number four for me was A Knives Out Glass Onion. So last week I covered the original Knives Out. And this will kind of act as like a little mini hee-hee review for Glass Onion. I thought this was great. I think that everyone delivered in this cast. My only real major problem with this cast is how underutilized people like Katherine Hahn were and poor Peg literally might as well have just been in the background like might as well not have even had a name might as just referred to her as assistant but I liked this movie I thought it was a great vehicle for Janelle Monet. I think that once again Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc stood out and really had fun in this role I think uh Kate Hudson as Birdie J was Everything that you would want a character like that to be fashionable, irreverent, like just fun and silly and stupid. And I liked it. I was more of a fan, as you guys know, of like the classic sort of murder mystery house and 
vibe and aesthetic, but I think Glass Onion has its own sort of merits and scenery and vibe and such that still appealed to me, but it's just not my favorite. So for that, it has to be a four, but the story and the characters and the acting was amazing. 10 out of 10. Like, definitely worth the watch. Like I said, like, my family are big Knives Out, like, murder mystery type of people. So, we actually watched this movie the day it came out while we were on Christmas vacation up in the Tennessee mountains. Like, that's how important it was to us. Like, we watched it the day it came out in a cabin in the middle of the mountains. Like, that's like that's how serious it was even with snow and below 12 degrees like we were there in that moment to watch the movie so that holds a special place for me and it's number four number three on the list is fresh so if you haven't seen fresh um I don't want to like spoil it too much for you but it's a cannibalistic-esque movie starring Sebastian Stan and what I like about this movie is uh it's constantly subverting um where you think it's gonna go because like we know where it's going but it's really clever and fun about the ways that we get there like when she meets him and we're like, mm, like sketchy, sketchy. And then when she goes to the house and you're like, mm, sketchy, sketchy. And then when, you know, he eventually drugs her and she's in the prison cell and she meets the other girls that are being held down there and like the pieces and the fucking hilarious, like, I mean, it's not funny, but like it is that when she disobeys and acts out, he literally takes her ass. Like, this cannibalistic man quite literally stole this woman's ass. Like, I mean, come on now. It is the moment. I think Sebastian Stan is having fun, and it's a funner, different role for him as opposed to, like, Marvel related things like the Winter Soldier and um I also know him from the original Gossip Girl series where he was more of like a bad boy playboy sort of thing so to see him in like a horror-esque sort of movie where he's playing a cannibal with a wife and selling body parts and keeping women hostages like it was fun and it was enjoyable and I think that it was a refreshing role for him as an actor and as a viewer for me to see him participate in. Um, I think the female lead, who I can't remember off the top of my head, she's also fun and enjoyable. I mean, I feel like a lot of movies, you don't always root for the hero because you're like, God, you're so boring. You're so basic. You're so ugh. But like throughout the movie, you're like rooting for her because she is careful and she is trying to be as uh cautious as she could be and you know situations like this like these are all fears that women like us have meeting new people meeting strangers going on dates is always that possibility of like mm, could this person be a psychopath and you're always like ooh, fingers crossed like hopefully not but like probably so um so I think that character is able to work and manage and sort of 
be rooting for or rooted for as opposed to some characters in that situation where you're like god like why would anyone want to kidnap you like jesus you're so awful but like you genuinely like her i also like the sort of ambiguousness of the fact that his wife has the amputated leg and you're kind of left in the wondering sort of thing about like was she a victim did he take her leg did she survive did they you know get kidnapped and she agreed to work for him they fell in love like you know like I like the ambiguousness of that um number two on my list is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness so listen I am more of a DC person than I am a Marvel person I've always been a DC person I love the DC characters more I think DC storytelling and cartoons and like video games and all those things have always interested me more and have drawn me in more than Marvel. I have my Marvel favorites, but typically I'm more of a DC person. But exceptions to that, like I said, my favorites in Marvel. I am such a Scarlet Witch person. I love me a Scarlet Witch. And I think that Elizabeth Olsen has really brought this role into like a mainstream like attention media forefront like I would say she's on the same level as like an Iron Man or a Captain America and that's great for her you know I really think that this is a role that she's excels at she's enjoyable at and she understands this role like every time she's playing the Scarlet Witch, I enjoy her. I've never been underwhelmed or disappointed in her performance. And I understand that some people had problems with the fact that this is a Doctor Strange movie, but it focuses almost entirely on the Scarlet Witch and Wanda. And I I can see that, you know, like if you're going in there wanting a Doctor Strange movie, you're probably disappointed because it primarily is a Scarlet Witch movie. It should have just been the Scarlet Witch in the Multiverse of Badness instead of Doctor Strange. But it is what it is. Um, Doctor Strange in this movie is kind of like whatever. He He's there. Um, and it's fine like for him. But this movie is my second favorite of the year because of Elizabeth Olsen, Scarlet Witch. Like, she's, like I said, one of my favorite. I think WandaVision was the best Disney Plus show to happen and has happened. I think that everything that went into WandaVision going into Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, it made for a good movie. Like, it did. I don't think that Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness handles the character progression from WandaVision 2 Multiverse of Madness as well for Wanda, but I do see the connections and the thought processes in the way that her character is and behaving and her motivations for the movie. But I think it could have been handled better. I mean, uh, the director himself has admitted that he only watched like clips of like most important scenes from WandaVision as opposed to actually watching WandaVision. So that could be a big indicator as to why maybe her character doesn't seem the same from the show into the movie, but I do think it works. And as always, Elizabeth is fantastic. So my number one movie of 2022, you guys, is Scream 5. Now listen, 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 listen. I am 
a horror movie person. I am a big horror person. That is my genre. That's my realm. That's where I find my most enjoyment in like movies and entertainment. I love horror. And with that said, Scream and the Scream franchise is my favorite horror franchise. I love Ghostface. He's my favorite killer. I've got like Ghostface little pop figures and everything. Like he's my favorite. When I play Dead by Daylight, he's my killer most of the time. I enjoy Ghostface. The presence and energy that is a Ghostface in the Scream movies is one of my my dearest like favorite people and like entities in horror and scream five delivered everything that it needed to deliver for me so a little background on me I like I said I'm a big fan of scream but I have never been old enough to see scream in theaters scream five was the first time I've ever been old enough to go see scream in theaters uh scream one two three came out before I was born I think or Scream 3 came out like right as I was like a baby and then Scream 4 came out in like 2013 so I was 13 at the time so I wasn't able to go see it but Scream 5 came out and I was finally old enough for the first time ever to go see a Scream movie in theaters on release debut type thing and that will always hold a special place in my heart um and bonus Scream 6 uh, comes out on my birthday, March 10th. So it's like paying, like it, the fact that it comes out on my birthday is like even bigger. Like, like this franchise will always hold a special place in my heart. But as far as Scream 5 goes, I think that it was a good soft reboot continuation. I think the inclusion of the legacy characters worked. The only problem I had is that like most people, I felt the main character, Sam, was kind of like, lackluster like I don't feel she has the gravitas the acting ability the character itself to carry a franchise like a Sydney Prescott but with Scream 6 I'm excited to see where that goes on top of that I think Jenna Ortega as Tara she should be handled and treated as the main character I think given the success of Wednesday I I foresee her star power taking center stage further the death of dewey sad tragic you know like we love dewey we always love dewey but it's time that certain characters that have been around since the beginning took that knife and i think for the continuation of the franchise to be fresh it someone from the the trio had to go and it just made the most sense that it happened to be dewey um, I think it was great to have Officer Judy back, even though I feel like she could have been better used. It's sad that she went out like the second or third death in the whole movie. Like that's unfortunate, but her death is one of the most standout iconic movies, uh, not standout iconic, iconic scenes from that movie. Um, everything about it feels like the tension of the classic scream my big problem with this movie is the treatment of billy loomis and the fact that we never really got like a real chase scene i love a chase scene i'm a sucker for a chase scene i will watch a 40 minute chase scene type thing like i love a like 
are they going to get them? Are they going to get them? No, they're gonna, oh my god, this, oh my god, they jumped out the window and they landed here. Like, I love those sort of things. Like, a good chasing in a thriller horror slasher movie is top tier. But for Billy Loomis, I don't like the sort of idea to turn him more into like an anti-hero who's watching and is helping his daughter like he's Billy Loomis he's a villain he's the bad guy he murdered a whole bunch of people he's a bad person so for him to be like a fatherly figure that's just looking out for Sam even if they are hallucinations I don't like that narrative for him but that were my top five movies of 2022 i want to hear what you guys think do you agree with my list do you not agree with my list sound off in the comments on instagram at scene to scene podcast share your top fives i want to have an interaction i really want to talk to you guys i love the conversations i've had with you guys and i want to keep those conversations going so please make sure to check the podcast out on Instagram at scene to scene podcast on Instagram. And I want to hear from you guys. I really do. I want to have an open dialogue, share your thoughts, your movies, what you didn't like, what you did love. And if you hated my list, if you completely agree with my list, if you want to rearrange my list, like I want to have these conversations with you guys. But that's all I have for you this week on scene to scene. And I'm excited for, you know, what's to come for 2023. I'm super excited for Scream 6, like I said, but there's also a bunch of other movies coming out that I'm genuinely excited about. So that's it for now and have a good rest of your day, you guys. Bye.